Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine yourself on an island starting your day drinking fresh coconut water or swimming under the warm waterfalls after a hike or even watching the pink sunset while you stretch into your final yoga pose. Join us for our retreat in Zanzibar this December or summer 2023 in St. Lucia. Find all our packages and plans at lobom.com. Use the code RELATABLE to enjoy 20% off. La Boheme Healthfulness Retreats will be the first week of your new life. Welcome to the Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women. I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. New episodes drop from June 9th, and you can find us wherever you get your podcast fix. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Welcome, welcome, oh my God, season two of the Relatable Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, we're back. We're back. Oh my God. And what an amazing, amazing journey it has been. Could you believe it? Season two. Yeah, man, we're back full circle for the one year anniversary. Yes. Yes, come <laughs> straight up. Remember last year we launched in June, early June, and we're coming back first episode of season two on our one year anniversary. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm really excited. I'm drinking my wine, so I don't know what y'all drinking. <laughs> <laughs> drinking my wine to celebrate. I'm celebrating that big time. So I don't know what y'all drinking. And yeah, it's been a crazy six months. How has it been for you? What are we doing? What are we doing today? What are we doing? Um, well, happy anniversary. Thank happy you. Happy anniversary. Same to you, darling. Thank you. Shereen and Fiona. And it's actually on the day, to the day, June 9th. We launched our first episode 
on June 9th, 2021. And here we are, first episode, season two, June 9th, 2022. I feel big, we? I feel big. Yo! I feel like so much has happened and so much has not. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Well, I... I don't know. Shawin, you asked what we're drinking. You know, I'm drinking water and minding my business. Don't know. Good for that's, you. That's what I'm doing. Good for <laughs> you. I'm drinking wine. <laughs> Me too, eh? Fiona, I know Fiona drinking well, wine as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, some wine half pass, boy. Hey. Yes. So. Here we are. Here we are, ladies. Here we are. How y'all feel doing? Like, I feel like when we did the finale... Mm-hmm at the London Podcast Festival, it mm-hmm. feels like almost so long ago, but right. at the same time, it has been so short in okay. terms of the six months plus that has passed since we recorded the last episode. I know we're supposed to be doing like a catch up of what we're all supposed to be doing. And I feel like there's mm. so much to say. And then I also feel like I don't know what to say as mm. well. Mm. <laughs> Am I the only one? Um, no not really not really I know a lot has happened on my side as well mm-hmm. but if I put it into perspective it's a lot for me probably not a lot for many people it's just been crazy I can't believe we're already in June we're halfway um, through the year we're halfway yeah. through the um, year you remember we were doing that we were doing that Christmas episode just the other day and now we we in June. So I'm mm. sorry, but where is that time going? <laughs> it's, it's flying. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know what? Maybe we should do it this way, right? Maybe we should, you know, do a little round table one by one. So let's start with Fiona. Fiona, as you said, so much has happened, but yet it feels like Time is almost, you know, standing still. But as they say, time is a construct. It's not real, right? It's not real. Like who invented time? Like who says something is an hour, a few minutes, a month, a day, a week, a year? I mean, who made that shit up? So let's put it this way. How have you been feeling since the last time we caught up? How are you feeling, Fiona? What's going on? What's good? What's not not so good? (laughs) You know what it is? It's probably maybe because I feel like nothing happening or nothing has happened since the last episode. Maybe because I feel somewhat stagnant right now. I think that's what it probably is. So, yes, a lot of things have happened. Lots of positives, lots of struggles, lots of developments, yes. But I think at this moment of feeling stagnant, which I think I I just be too hard on myself because I often feel like I'm stagnant. Like, I feel like I'm in a constant state of stagnance. And that, like, moments of feeling like I'm progressing are very short and fleeting. And I think that's probably a me problem than... The fact that I'm actually, I am actually progressing, but it's me being too hard on myself. I think that's what it is. Okay. So when, yeah, I I definitely agree with Sherwin on that. (laughs) She's been very hard on herself. Always. So Fiona, okay. All right. Let's pick apart or let's unpack as if I'm a therapist. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not. I am not a certified therapist. I have not been trained. It is not my profession. It is not my expertise. So for all the therapists listening out there, please, 
I am not even trying to be you, not even remotely, okay? So that is my waiver, my disclaimer, whatever you want to call it, right? All right, cool. Fiona. First of all, it's why is me first? Because we decided it was you first. First of all, is this supposed to be like a nice catch-up session? Like a big therapy, pick apart. We're not doing no, we're not, no. And you see how you jump straight to inadequacies? You see that showing? Because I was talking about my inadequacies. Right? No, Fiona. Fiona Compton. Fiona Compton. All right. All right. Okay, so cool. you mentioned progression, yeah? So what we want to know is what areas of your life is the progression tied to? Is it Know Your Caribbean? Is it personal? What is it? Where do you think you've progressed since the last time we caught up? I mean, Know Your Caribbean comes with its ups and downs and its waves of progress. And I think what do you consider? How do you measure and define progress? People will look at the page and say, boy, I have like all these followers and this and that and saying, yeah. It's had this growth, but in terms of having like real impact, it's very hard to gauge these things when it's like it's comments online. And I feel like I want Noya Caribbean to be progressing to be something that's more tangible outside of Instagram. Because if Instagram shut down now, like Noya Caribbean would just be pretty much non existent. And I want it to feel like something real. And right now, I think it doesn't feel that way. I know people quarrel and say, so you don't know how much they just share things and people just learn. And, you know, like I've had people who are big actors and celebrities and stuff message me to say thank you. And I think those things are very humbling. But I just feel like Instagram was to mash up today. Like all my work is gone. And I think that kind of scares me. It kind of feels like it's just a virtual thing. It's not real up tangible and I need to try and progress out of that and I'm working on that eh? mm-hmm. I really really am working on that for it to extend out of that so I think it's that stagnance of it's like me just hiding behind a phone and I think that's what makes me feel like none of the alleged success is real right so, I think mm-hmm. that's what it is okay yes okay therapist what do you think what are your thoughts no no I I I I I I, I you hear me say me not a therapist I'm just listening to you, Fiona, and I absolutely understand what you're saying, especially, and we've had the discussion around social media and the impact and the love-hate relationship that we all have and the dependency that a lot of businesses have connected to their presence being based on social media presence. And so it is a real conundrum, right? And it's finding that balance. But in terms of your impact of Know Your Caribbean, And just as a bystander, and yes, sometimes a test pilot, a guinea pig, I have seen where you have grown outside of social media. And despite us still being very much in a pandemic, whether people in denial or not, is where we be. You are still getting, you booked for speaking engagements, for panel discussion, moderation, surrounding history and the Caribbean. I feel like You'll be heading out soon for another project somewhere else in a different country. So these things, which for me are quite tangible, that I am seeing, you know, sometimes as a creator, we are so close to the thing or the entity that we have created that it is quite difficult and challenging to see our growth, how we are expanding and how we are evolving. So I'm not taking away from you saying that you feel stagnant because that is how you feel. 
you feel stagnant. You feel like if Instagram were to disappear, that you wouldn't have a presence. But I feel as a consumer of your brand, I feel quite differently. So that's all I really wanted to say in that regard. No. <laughs> Why I second tell me that. nice things? I don't know what to say. No. I second that. I second that wholeheartedly, I think. Okay. okay. And, so and we, before you start, yeah. let me just say, for the Lucians out here, they'll know the word gogo, right? Mm. <laughs> so, gogo is a very derogatory term mm. and it really should not be used, but it's used for many different reasons, okay? If someone is... I guess they have mental health challenges Please don't. or things no. like that, right? No. But it's also used for if someone is taken aback by something, they don't know what to say. Yes. Or it could be that they're so in love that they're just like not themselves. And they, they, yes. it's like you can't talk, right? Like it's like you're yes. dumbstruck. <laughs> so when people say nice things, like what Chantal just said, I get very, as quote unquote, go-go. Okay. 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 <laughs> understand a lot of times people will send really nice messages or comment really nice things and i don't know what to say like i'll just be there gogo so this is fiona in a current state of gogoness okay (laughs) (laughs) okay i mean the easiest thing to say i think when you receive these compliments or these affirmations and appreciation for the work that you are putting out there is thank you it doesn't have to be an alex l worthy type of response it can simply be thank you exactly and like i was saying before the gogosh um sorry before fiona um, <laughs> hey, cut me what i was going to say is gasa i don't think you've been stagnant at all. I think you've just been rolling and rolling and going and going. You've not stopped, Fiona. You've not stopped. And Mm. I mean, you're talking about KYC not being tangible. So what about your books? What about all the products? What about Coco Sticks? What about all the things you're doing? You're putting Mm. out there and people are really recognizing the brand. It's not even just the online platform now anymore. Thank you, Shereen. It is a brand in itself and it's growing nicely. Everything takes time, but you've put so much into it. So I really, really don't understand where that stagnant thing coming from. Because I don't have a million pounds, Gas. I don't have a million pounds. Okay, you don't have the million pounds. You don't have the million pounds. I get it. I get it. But does that mean that you've not been doing anything no it doesn't we work no. hard and um, you working hard you've been pushing you Fiona you don't stop you really don't stop you actually have to take a holiday from your phone but sometimes because be you don't stop and I'm not a millionaire <laughs> Shereen <laughs> why the fuck am I not a millionaire girl you have ways to go so- it will come. I want it coming. Not going to stop coming, guys. So what I'm to you? <laughs> All I am is a self-depreciating creative, and I think Don't anyone that. No, is a creative. Man. Shall we? we I'm with really you all the way. Abuse ourselves. Um, yeah, you can speak you for yourself. Hard. You can you speak work. for yourself, Fiona. Exactly. No, I am not there with you. No, I, I don't I, think you are. I don't think okay. I Okay. No, okay. No. You know, of course, as creatives, we and like most humans, we can be super hard on ourselves. Yes. But I've I've worked really hard to step away from that narrative mm. because it doesn't serve me. 
So I am about appreciating my process, appreciating my work, appreciating my worth. And I don't measure myself against anyone else's. You know, my success is personal to me. And so my work may not be where other people feel it should be. And, you know, people may complain that I I don't put myself out there enough. I don't shout about all the work that I do enough. And that's cool, right? Because that's not how I measure my success. My success comes from the people who my work is intended for really being impacted by that. And I'm not going to put up my nose at a million pounds because I would very much appreciate a million pounds. Please, <laughs> I'm tired. Please, I'm tired. I, I would love to be able to generate that type of abundance. And if I put my mind to it, I know that I can do it. Right. But my thing is also, I don't want to spend all my days and all my hours consumed with work or by work. I want to live and I want to build my connections with my family and with my friends because I believe in nurturing myself and in nurturing them that all the things that I want to manifest will actually come to me because there'll be a clear path for that to happen. And Fiona, if it's one thing I will say in agreement with Sherwin, and this is not a Fiona bashing episode, okay? This is not what it's about. Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. But in terms of you pausing, right? When you have these wins, when you have these wins, in terms of you pausing to celebrate, to really take in the win, whatever it is, however that win shows up for you, that is where I feel the stagnation comes from because you're not giving yourself the space to really say, God damn, I did that. Exactly. And and, and time, you literally go from one thing straight to the next. And you know, we've had this conversation many times and you said it to me back in the day. That is something you used to say to me, Shan, do you realize that you have just done this gig for Spotify? Do you realize Mm. that you've just covered Afropunk Paris? And you used to make me stop and take a week out and really just enjoy that. You know, the first time you you are a very good friend. (laughs) So you, you need to be a very good friend to Fiona. That's what you need to be doing. You need to be a very good friend to Fiona and give Fiona the chance to like, yo, I just did this great thing and I've always wanted blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't have to be a monetary reward in terms of you going and spending what you've earned somewhere. It could literally be, I really wanted to see that exhibition and I don't want it to end without me going to see that exhibition. I am going to have an artist date with myself. And yes, this is something that I've learned from doing the artist way, but I'm going to have an artist date with myself and I'm going to take myself, just me, no partner, no child, no friends. I'm going to dress up like friggin' Carrie from Sex and the City in my tool skirt and my little white tank top and my killer heels and my red lipstick and I'm going to the exhibition Mm. and I'm going to take my time 
and take my three hours, go through the exhibition and I'm going to take myself out for a meal. Yes, I am. I'm going to go to uh, La Gravoche or whatever it name. And I'm going to have, you know, my five, my five course meal. Me one. Nobody interrupted me. And my phone is going to be off. And I'm celebrating me. I'm celebrating Fiona. I'm celebrating this win. And then I ain't going home. I'm going to a hotel for the night. And I'm going to order room service. That's right. And I'm going to watch all the things on Netflix that I've taped that I'm going to watch and I haven't watched yet. I'm going to watch two of them. And then the next morning, I'm going home. And then you have given yourself that time. And by doing so, Fiona, by you going to the exhibition, you having that beautiful time to yourself, guess what? More ideas are going to come to you. Mm, More ideas. That's true. Which will take you closer to the million pounds, isn't it? That's true. That right? is very true. So that be your true. best friend, Fiona Compton. Let me be tell you. Be your best friend. I'm eh? one asshole to myself. Eh? So to <laughs> you are. Yeah. You very so much. Asshole, yeah. Oh, no. my God. Some, I was dropping some cloth to my tailor. Mm. I get in a skirt made. And I bend down to tie my shoelace. And like I saw like my calves. And I say, ah. <clears throat> Check your check your legs. Uh, next day, how hairy! <laughs> Big fat Look at yourself. <laughs> That's literally what I said to myself. I said I basically was saying to myself, I found my own legs repulsive because mm. I hadn't shaved them and things like that. Mm. And you know, like as you're talking, Chantal, I didn't think about what I thought about myself before today, like mm. with my legs. Mm. And then you talking about. Um, Fiona being a good friend to Fiona and I'm thinking Fiona's a real ass to herself because right. I I say abusive things to myself all the time mm. and then like mm. we always are mindful or try to we be all do to each yeah. other right yeah you know in friendships relationships and whatever and you know should we not always knows like I'm always a thing like she always well, pulling me up in one of the episodes like when mm. I argue and thing, I don't like to curse and quarrel and say demeaning things to someone that I'm having an argument with. Mm. But I will say the most demeaning things to myself. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, Chantal. It's definitely something that that's, I really need to work much harder on. Mm. Big time, big time, big time. Mm. We all do, Fee. We all do. We all need to learn to be our own best friends. And I can't remember... There's somebody who did a song back in the day. I'm going to be my own best friend. But I don't know the line. I don't know who it's it is. Destiny's Child. Who is it? It's just me, yes. or Beyonce, me, myself, Beyonce. and I. Beyonce. That's right. in the end. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Kurt. I'm Cardi B now. But yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. <laughs> oh my god okay anyway yeah all right my love okay so, fiona therapy session finished now it finished i'm done you're good okay, you're good okay okay you're we're good. good we're good yes <laughs> there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> so, Chantal, how have you been doing? Oh, I'm so happy you went to Chantal, but I was hoping that we would save Chantal for last. But at the, but at the same time, I'm very... Because Chantal, come on. What do you mean, but why? What do you mean, but why? You understand? What do you mean, but I am so happy. Let us let us mm. hear it. So, Chantal. <laughs> So Chantal, how have yes. you been these past few months? These past few months. What's the name of that sofa there? The, the relatable couch. The relatable couch. Yes. <laughs> is, is it a couch or a she lounge? What is it? Girl, it's a couch. The therapist it's a couch. couch. It's a couch, man. It's a couch. Mm-hmm. Um, how have I been the last few months? Well, for those of you who are new to relatable, I used to be based in the UK. <clears throat> and, <laughs> Notice how the accent has mm. changed. Mm. It's, it's um, you know, you know. I used to be based in the UK for the last 20 years. I have since relocated. I relocated in February. So actually, hey, as we're recording this episode, tomorrow is my three-month anniversary of relocating from the UK to my childhood home of Nevis. And let me tell you, it's been a roller coaster ride, yes. Transitioning from 20 years of UK living, really nesting down into decompressing from the past three years of intensified challenges and trauma. They say that when you're finally still, everything comes up, right? Well, guess what? I arrived home and I was physically ill for probably the first month or so. And it was a combination of being still and allowing my cortisol levels to somewhat balance out and my body freaking out like, I don't know how to be still. What are you doing? You've been in survival mode for the past few years of the apocalypse and now you're being still. I don't get it. And it also took some time for me to nestle down into resting mode. You know, I came home. I was cleaning, I was organizing, I was putting pressure on myself to go see every elder relative because, you know, say, oh, I hear Shani reach and she not come to see me yet. (laughs) You know, So, so, so trying to please everyone else and not listen to what my body needs. So that was a, a proper challenge for my first month and also saying no to work, you know, because people wanted as soon as I landed to work with me, to collaborate with me. There are people in the UK that reached out that wanted me to do things virtually. And I was shattered. And I had to say no to some of these opportunities because 
If I didn't say no, the burnout would intensify and I'd probably not even be able to have the energy to record the next season of our podcast. So that's been really challenging, really being disciplined with my boundaries, understanding that I'm here to, you know, create a life of softness and slow living and gentleness and being able to say, well, you know what? I will come and see you when the time is right. I love you. I'm here for good. I'm not here for two weeks. Exactly. You can understand if someone hears that I'm here and normally I'm only here for two or three weeks, then yeah, why that blasted gal ain't come and see me yet? Not knowing that I'm actually here to stay. And so when I have the energy, both physical, emotionally, and mentally, I'm down. I'm down for visiting you all. But for now, I need to take care of Chantal. And in taking care of myself, it's upset a lot of people. A lot of people vex with me. And I've let go of people pleasing. Yeah, I've had to. I've had to learn to please me and do what's right for me. And it's rubbed some people the wrong way. And it's cool because if you really love me, if you really care about me and my welfare and my well-being, mm. you will understand that Shani will come to me when the time is right. And yeah? that is not about them. It's nothing personal. Mm. Yeah, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge, guys. And also, I have my tribe in the UK that's been my tribe for 20 years. My chosen family outside of my you know, my blood family. I have my chosen tribe and not having you on a daily basis. Yes, there's WhatsApp and yes, there's Zoom and all the things, but not thinking, oh, next week I'm going to meet up with Michelle. Oh, next mm. week I'm going to meet up with Kerry, Fiona, Nicole, Shaween, you know? Yeah, not seeing my beautiful housemate on a daily basis, not seeing Vicky. Like that's been really, it's been quite difficult. And it's not to say I don't have a tribe here because I do who I love just as much. Right. And it's been so beautiful to see them, to hold them, to laugh with them, compare notes. My heart is full, but my heart is also still in, in healing. And that's also a duality that I'm navigating because, as you guys know, I've lost 10 members of my family over the course of three years. And some of those members were here in Nevis. And it's like my head hasn't really caught up with my heart. So like I'll be in town and I'm like, oh, let me stop by and see Janet. Because Janet's office is just over there. And I will have that thought. And it will take me a while to kind of like, oh, oh, hang on. No, Janet isn't here. I can't go yeah. visit her anymore. Sometimes you forget. It's, yeah, you, and it's still quite, it's very fresh, very new. And, you know, seeing one of my older cousins, whose dad is my great uncle, and as soon as she saw me, she just burst out crying because I haven't seen her since her dad died. And he was my uncle who I loved. I'm grieving. I'm still grieving. I'm still very much in my grieving process. And so... It's, it's all of that. It's the beauty. It's the, the heartache all married together. And this is my experience right now. And this is how it's been for me, you know, since we had our December show, since I said goodbye to the UK. 
and it is Shuwin and I was stand up outside like two gogos crying yo listen the tears the tears the tears have been real they because I miss you guys I miss my UK people and when I'm in the you guys sir we don't miss you you lie 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 let me tell you something I I I hear everything you say you've said Mm. Chantal speaking about the grieving and so Mm. on and so forth and taking time out for you but let me tell you something Gasa Nevis (laughs) really loves you anytime I see a notification come up from the group and it's a picture I say fuck that I'm not watching it I have to be in the mood to watch the pictures Chantal sending because the girl is glowing Nevis loves you I love Nevis absolutely loves you and notice relatable family I'm not saying send kids I'm saying Nevis I've been told well it's been put into training I've been put into training my Nevisian my Nevisian people y'all I know I know, mm-hmm. I know I owe you all big time, but I am training. So Nevis loves you, <laughs> Chantal. The, it oh, really, it, really yes. does. It, yeah, it does. Yeah. You I, I feel the love. Growing. I feel the love. I feel the love. And I also feel, you know, <laughs> I've complained about it, but I've also, I think I, in terms of people and not having, as I say in Nevis, your mouth not having a back door. You know, when people, yeah, mouth not have, that girl mouth not have a back door. You know, how are you going to see the child and just tell she she big and fat and you don't know, recognize her? No, that's all because the Caribbean. That's, 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 that's also, that's, that's Caribbean also, islands. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, I've been getting a lot of that. So I've had to revisit my relationship with my body and the phase of life that I'm in and how that's impacted on my weight gain and not wanting to explain my weight gain to anyone like, oh, say, okay, so I've gained weight, but it doesn't give you the onus to come up to me and tell me that I'm big, fat and ugly and you didn't recognize me and you take me for my mother or you take me for that because I get so big and broad. Mm. Like that is not okay. That's actually not okay. And it's something that we saw, I guess, to a degree play out with the whole slap incident. I won't go into it. Don't want to. Mm-hmm. But it, it does kind of come back to people understanding that you do not comment on people's physical appearance. Number one, because it's none of your business. Number two, because you do not know why their physical appearance may have changed. Yeah. And so it's, it's actually not OK. It's not OK. But I think for me in being here now for three months, it's not that I accept that behavior because I don't. It is rude. But what I have done is learned to just walk, keep on walking. I no longer engage in conversation. I will not stand up and kiki with people and pretend to laugh it off because actually it's not funny. I just keep walking. And so I so think... So you just be passing people straight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine her doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Chantal just like, hey, my girl, you real get big. Like Chantal, I you swear it's not even me they talking to. I'm sorry. Oh well, yeah, pretty much, sorry. pretty much. I just keep it moving because You're I don't right. want to. I that energy coming at me is not good for me. So I'm protecting my peace. And actually, I would never turn around to you and say, girl, but wait, what make your face a markup? That would be cruel. Very. I would never. In fact, the yeah. thought 
wouldn't even enter my head to say that to anyone in any way. Whether you think Caribbean people are like that. They call them out, don't have no back door. I think a lot of it is. (laughs) No, what it is, Chantal, they used to seeing you a certain way. And now that they've seen you. And you know what? That's And that's fine as well. But can I just say one thing? The Lucian men don't know you. So when they see you, they'll be, <laughs> okay. hey, they'll die. Look at this gal there, that big no, but the thing is, My thing is, we do have, <laughs> we do have this thing of telling people, hey, you really get fatter? Yes. Are you really so-and-so? Yes. And there's never any, oh my God, you look great. Oh, like we will be very quick to vocalize if somebody get fat or whatever quote unquote mm. fat fat is objective right yes exactly. or subject mm, okay. very much so exactly. yes but then we would not say sometimes we might say if somebody gets smaller but we would never have that same level of, of enthusiasm to give a positive attribute mm. to someone mm. that you haven't seen in a long time mm. Mm. well a few people have like there's been a few individuals who were like, oh my God, Shani, you look so amazing. You look so beautiful. I was looking at you walking down the road and I'm wondering who that, who that beautiful woman. And then when I saw it was you, I was like, oh my God, that was Shani. You mm. know, so there, there have been, there's always balance. Mm-hmm. There's always balance, right? And so I have just learned to adjust my frequency so that I don't have the space to entertain that. And that's okay. I think in answer to your question, I feel like there's definitely some insecurities and projection. So all is not well in my world. So let me focus on what outwardly appears to not be well in this person's world. Right. Yeah. To, To make my thing, whatever my thing is, I feel like, oh, oh, okay. So it's not just me who have shit going on. Look at Shani. She get big and broad and don't look good. Yeah. Okay. Don't look good to them. Okay. So question, if Caribbean people have a habit of, or Mm. culture, I should say, Mm. of like making fun of others and Mm. things like that, do you think that's a reflection of our collective trauma? Because Oh God, yes. The way we just rip people to shreds and we Mm. laugh about it a lot. The same way how we laugh about all the creative ways our parents or other parents would beat you. Oh, my mother would go and take this switch mm. and thing, or she'd take the curtain wire, or she'd go and take t- and we'd laugh about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. these are very traumatic experiences. Do you think that our culture of making jokes on people is, as you were saying, Chantal, a reflection of our own insecurities and projecting mm-hmm. elsewhere? Yes. Okay. That's a simple That's answer. True. Yes. Yes. Mm. There's a lot, you know, as Caribbean people, we carry a lot of trauma. Our very existence is based on trauma. So absolutely. And then that trauma is passed down from generation to generation without being addressed, without being spoken of. Because again, this legacy of not speaking on things is also something that we have learned from the trauma of enslavement. We don't speak about our hurt. We don't speak about our pain because that in itself will attract some form of punishment. And so we haven't collectively, we haven't even addressed that. We haven't even tipped the iceberg. You know, things are changing. More of us are recognizing this is not good enough. This is not correct. We say we're free, but are we? How is that freedom represented to me? How am I feeling? Am I thriving? Is this a situation which nurtures me on that? 
And if it's not, why are I here? Why am I putting up with this? Why am I laughing it out? But it takes a lot of self-work and then the work of the experts and us calling out to them. And that in itself is something that we are learning to do now. But not everybody and everybody can't meet you where you are. And that's okay. That's okay. I just choose now not to engage. So yeah, that's kind of how it's been for me. Shereen and Fiona, just navigating this new chapter of my life, this rebirth, this relocation, reaffirmation, all the things, the re's. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's laughter. I have, a, and I have a serious question. Oh, Lord, the mangoes? I don't know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. You said mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. that you are going to mm-hmm. sell herbal teas yeah. and make parties once a week and not parties, them. not so parties. You be like pies, 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 pies. Okay, yes. Forgive me. You're forgiven. Herbal teas and mm-hmm. vegan pies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're going to be that tea and pies lady. Mm-hmm. Who sell a nice, you know, they have the lady who does sell yeah, the man. once a week, yeah, man, right? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's going on, girl? What's, what's so, let me let me tell all you, right? <laughs> I made a sweet potato pudding, and I okay? saw all the pictures, and trust oh, me, it was oh my god, again, one of oh my those god. I ignored for a few days, <laughs> and you know. When something is so good that you don't want it to finish, right? But you can't help eating it. And then when it's finished, you're like, did I dream that? Like, can I recreate that? Can I really recreate that? So Fiona, it's still going to happen. I've actually added lemonade to that. I'm going to have, yeah, I'm going to have different types of lemonade and limeade infused with whether it's lavender or whatever's going around <laughs> yeah man yeah man oy, oy, so, oy. yeah there's things that i'm working on there's there's joint ventures that i'm working on there's things that i want to do you know i want to establish an artist residency here in nevis and so you know when like-minded people connect someone invited me to a creative powwow and that is the thing that they want to discuss so it's like thank you universe right so, you know, there are going to be things happening. I attended, I guess it was, uh, someone is launching something in Martinique, a really cool project. And they invited a number of women from around the Caribbean to almost do a test and give feedback and whatever on this um, project and product. And let me tell you, in that virtual room, the women that were in that space, the women that who have either been moved back to the Caribbean in the last few years, been living in the Caribbean, only left for short periods or whatever. It was so inspiring. And for me to be included in that, I was so honored. And there are beautiful, magical, empowering things happening in the Caribbean. And for me, it's something that I've always known. We have to make these things happen for ourselves, right? And so last year I delivered a workshop in London called Create the Things You Need. I was invited to to write this module um, for a program. And so one of my modules was around creating the thing that you need, create it yourself. And so for me, I've done that repeatedly in my life, 
but being here now in Nevis, in the Caribbean, and connecting with people who absolutely believe in and subscribe to that ethos has been really soul-filling. It feels really good in my soul to know that there is this beautiful ecosystem from island to island where we are reaching out to people in Barbados, Martinique, St. Lucia, Grenada, Jamaica, Trinidad, Barbados. It is beautiful. beautiful. It is a beautiful time to reroute myself. And that's what it's felt like, a rerouting, R-O-O-T, and a rerouting, R-O-U-T-E. It feels absolutely mm. on time. And no, things are not easy, but there is ease. And, and so mm. I'm really allowing myself mm. to kind of just step into that space. So that's where I'm at, Sherwin. That's so beautiful. I really <laughs> love that. The rerouting and rerouting. I think yeah. that should be the name of the episode. And I yeah. like that. I but like Chantal, okay. you know what I foresee? I foresee what? like travel pages, like travel yeah. and all of these other, you know, big mm. travel pages to be like five reasons to visit Nevis. <laughs> I hey. love that. And then it'll Let's be go. like, number one, Chantal Miller is like creative, who does this and this and this and this. And then she sells the best pies and lavender infused lemonade ever. And then there'll be a cute picture of you in front of the French shutter windows Mm -hmm. in like some nice flowy dress. And there's like a a tray full of beautiful pies and a lavender lemonade. And Mm. it's Chantal Miller at her creative hub where she connects Mm. Caribbean artists. And you'll be definitely on like the top five reasons to visit. Even if it's like the Caribbean, it'll just be there. Pop. That's I what love I that. See. And I, I receive that. I receive that, Fiona. Um, and whether I'm in the top five or not, that would be the icing on the cake, right? Mm. Um, but that is the life that I'm here to create because I love Nevis. I love my community. And there's a little boy that lives across the road from us. My friend had dropped me home from somewhere, from work, I think, because I'm working on a project here. And he, you know, typical Caribbean child, good afternoon. <laughs> When he was, you know, when he was passing. And so I looked over and said, good afternoon. And then he came over to the car and, you know, he said, my name is Kevin. And I said, my name is Chantal. I was like, it's lovely to meet you, Kevin. And then he smiled and he went along his way. Do you know, two days later, a school bus was passing me in Charlestown. And all I heard was, good afternoon, Miss Chantal. I was like, who that? I was like, who that? I look up at the school bus and he is at the window. And waving. And you know, you know, your girl started one crying in the people town. I was like, they don't think I'm mad. So it's okay. I can just ball. Because it felt so beautiful. And his smile, like he was so happy. To see this elder, because I'm well, in his eyes, I'm an elder, right? Mm-hmm. And good afternoon, Miss Chant. And all his other friends, are like, oh, you know her? You know wow. her? Like, what job. So, That's so sweet. You know what? That just so makes me feel hopeful. Because yeah. you know, yes. people always talk about bad talk, the youth and this, no, and oh, no. young children today. And you know what? No. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. And it's good. It's good. But Shawin, enough about me. Okay, (laughs) let me let me just adjust myself accordingly. You know, we're trying to keep this episode short, guys. We try. I I don't know how we're doing that. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Shawin, 
Gonzalez. Yes. How are you? Sava? Sava bien. Sava bien? Oh, oui. No. oui. And that's all you're going to get from me. Moi <laughs> même. <laughs> How are you, Shelby? Oh my God, Gasa! You know what? Can I just say that that six months is a complete and utter blow for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea, no mm-hmm. idea where it's gone. I think the universe is just rushing towards something. I don't know what it is rushing towards, but I'm good. I'm oh. good. What have I been up to? Sweet fuck all. I love <laughs> What? I love that so much. As they say, rest is revolutionary, you know. I have been resting. I have been taking it very easy and just preparing and planning and getting things done. Putting when I say things done, putting things in place for the big move. Because mm-hmm. Madame Chantal, you're not going to be in the Caribbean alone. I'm coming. Me soon come. Glad, yeah, so glad, therefore, glad. you haven't been doing sweet fork all because you have been preparing for That's an entire a, life move. I have, I ah, listen, an entire life move. You say that and it sounds like, my God, it is crazy. It is so crazy. And me picking up after 18 years of being in this country Ooh. and mm-hmm. deciding last year that, all right, that's it. Fuck it. I'm done. I'm out of here. And when we decided last year, Fiona, I didn't think that time was going to come so quick. Yeah, boy. It has flown by. And Mm -hmm. in three months' time, I'm going to be joining you, Chantal, in St. Lucia. I'm so So, happy. So, (laughs) like, 15 minutes, 20 minutes away. I don't know how far. (laughs) I don't know. About a few hours, two hours, two hours. Shereen, Shereen. I I won't... I'm not going to get into inter-island travel. That's a whole show. Well, yeah, I, I, let's, I, let's, you know what? I've been reading up. Yeah, let's I've not. Been, let's I've not. been checking up and yeah, I could see some madness mm-hmm. with the airlines. But anyway, it's fine. We're closer than we, we are currently now. It's just been a minefield trying to sort out and figure out what the hell am I doing and what am I going to do? Mm. So yeah, it's been about packing up, throwing so much stuff. Oh my, I can't believe I accumulated so much rubbish over the years. Mm. So much. So yeah, it's been throwing things away, planning what it is I want, what I want to do when I get back home, applying for work because believe it or not, I have to go back and work. Mm-hmm. When I left San Lucia, I was how old? 20, 23. 23 years old. I didn't have a house. I didn't have anything back home. I just pick up my two children I had and just left. So going back now with absolutely nothing to go back to, it's very scary, Mm. I must say. And the last six months um, has been not convincing myself. I've been convinced from day one. I'm convinced. I'm done. That's it. I've clocked out of the UK mentally I have but it's just okay when you go back home what are you going to do and I think that's been probably the hardest part I'm taking my kids with me so organizing everything from school for my son in St. Lucia 
it's been a minefield getting his citizenship for St. Lucia because, you know, he's a little mixed race British boy. And I bring in the man in St. Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what coming to him. And oh my God, we've spoken about how Caribbean people, what do you say? Their mouth have no back door. Their mouth have no back door. No bricks. No bricks. Mm. No bricks, so no been, back door. <laughs> the past six months, I've been trying to educate him. I'm trying to, you know, just prepare him. Not necessarily for the bad things, but just prepare him mentally. Like, oh, Gasa, <laughs> you have to be able to hold yourself when you go to St. Lucia because we're good, we're beautiful and everything, but St. Lucia is more of the bricks. Um, mm. so it's been that trying to organize a place to live because I don't have no home to go to mm-hmm. up to now. I have not sorted a house out yet. So when you're listening to this, my audience, if you know of any four bedroom house, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If you know of a four bedroom house, um, somewhere up north, <laughs> please <laughs> let me know because I need a place to live. I come in, I come in though. I don't care. I come in. So yeah, it's just been a minefield of organizing myself mentally, my kids mentally and preparing for everything. Cause gosh, it's scary. It is scary. But I think if it wasn't scary, then it wouldn't be worth doing. Right. I Um, love that. Mm. I'm scared, but excited. I have every, every faith that no matter what happens, it's going to be fine. If I could come up here with my two young kids and 20 Scottish You need to say how pocket. young you were. Huh? Very young. Haley was three, turning four, and Jade was just over a year. And I came with 20 Scottish pounds in my pocket and I made it. I think I could make it back home. Yes, you can. Um, I'm not going there with the grass is greener and everything's going to be great. And this, I am very aware, like Chantal, you have experienced that (laughs) it's not going to be all fine and cherries and and flowers and butterflies and rainbows. It's not. Mm -hmm. I know that Senusha, there is a lot of progress to be made. Mm -hmm. I know when I want to order something on Amazon, it will take me a month to get it. (laughs) I know when I go to get something done, I have to put up with all of the, oh, come back later, or, oh, you need to go see that person, or you come to the wrong. I know, I know. I'm very, very aware of all the hardship and all the things that I've not been used to the past 18 years. I'm going to encounter. So there's no, there's not going to be any surprises. Mm. Um, But you know what? I am so looking forward to going back home, just being home, just being somewhere where I feel like I belong. I actually belong. And, and to give my kids as well, a sense of belonging. It's just been a long time coming and Mm. I, I can't wait. Mm. Um, as scary as it is I cannot wait so yeah this has been my last six months just preparing I've not been doing much in terms of working all my energy has been in preparing for um, St. Lucia getting things sorted for me and my kids that's me in a nutshell no long thing (laughs) <laughs> no long thing. That's, but showing, that's but that's showing. 
when you speak about being home in St. Lucia, mm-hmm. the way you sound, you sound so happy and so in love with home and St. Lucia, but your eyes are wide open. Like you yep. said, yep. you know, you, you know, it's not going to be easy, Listen. but it's where you want to be. Listen, it's, and you know, at, as much as I appreciate the, Oi, don't think you come in here and feel it going to be all Senushad. As much as I appreciate that, mm-hmm. it's also very sad that St. Lucians or people think so down or bad about mm. us coming mm. back home. Mm. It's like, yeah. oi, the negative, people... the negative energy is so mm. bad. Like, what are you coming and do home? Why are you coming back to St. Lucia? This and that. Or they say what they have home. What, what they have home, what you coming mm-hmm. back and do. And I'm like, I'm almost scared to tell people I'm coming back home because it's like, I'm somebody, I'm very positive. I always want to give all the positive, give mm. off positive energy. But every time I open my mouth and say to somebody that I'm going back home, Mm-hmm. It's just giving off negative energy. That's all mm-hmm. I'm getting back from them. Mm-hmm. So I've learned. I'm like, I'm not saying anything to anybody. Good. When they know, they know. It's when they good. know, they know. When they find out. But it's just like, why are y'all not seeing, you know, what St. Lucia has to offer, what the Caribbean has to offer? It's not just St. Lucia. If you tell other mm-hmm. Caribbean people that, and it's the same thing, what you going to do back home? I think it's more that they think that England has more yes. or USA has more. Mm. So obviously like when you in a circumstance, you may not see the value in it. And then mm. all of us are coming back, having spent time in the UK. So we're full of fresh ideas and seeing like how many things that we can do and stuff. And of course, when we were growing up, did we really appreciate the weather? No, not at but all. We're not as rich in English. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, actually, I was. I have always said, I have always said, I do not want to wait until I retire to come home. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. I didn't intend to spend twenty years out of Nevis. I was that girl that people thought was a little bit odd because I would go to the beach every day. Mm-hmm. I live on an island. Why would I not go to the beach mm-hmm. every day? So for me, I have always felt this way about Nevis. And not to say that as a teenager, I didn't wistfully think of, wow, going to a mall in my LA gears mm, and meeting yes. and, and meeting a cute guy, you know, of course, yes. of yeah. course, yeah. you know, you had all these things are like what a date looked like or when I'm in the States and when the, of course. But for me, it was about having that experience more so than never returning or feeling yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that there yeah. was better than here. I never yeah. felt that way. And that's but, the same thing. Yes. Yeah. But definitely my appreciation has grown in different ways. Of course. You know, like now I'm happy to be the auntie who has been there, done that, and is now at a different point in her life where she's really sure of who she is. And I love coming home with that energy, mm-hmm. you know, so I will be the mad girl riding up and down on my bike. Yeah. And Shani, you really walking down there for sure, Shani? Use a JCB, like a friend of ours said to me, Shani, don't tell me you're going to need this to be a JCB. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is a JCB? And she laughed, she laughed. She said, you don't say that in Nevis? I said, no. She said, well, in Grenada, a JCB is a just come back. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. You know, that was us okay. last year. Yeah. <laughs> 
They just come back. They really have a. You really we, have a term for that. We oh, want to experience everything. Want <laughs> want to, yeah, they want to be in everything. Time, one time. Yeah. What the is that say? Never see, come see. Never see, come Lord. see. <laughs> so apparently I have been called a JCB, but I don't mind. Because it's true. I just come back. And that it's it all yet? good. It's all good. I'll own it. I'll sit in it. I'll stand in it. It's fine. It's where yeah. I am. Yeah. But it's where I'm happiest. And that's for sure. I think what it is, and of course, like we said earlier, Fiona, you don't have that million pounds yet. Chantal, you know, there are things you want, you want to accomplish. And when I think in the Caribbean, we have that. I'm sorry, but it's very materialistic. Yeah. What they believe that will bring you happiness mm. is always materialistic. Of course, mm. you have to eat. Of course, you have to. Everybody wants to provide for their kids and be in a mm-hmm. position to provide for themselves and their families. Of course. And it's difficult. However, everything we need back home, we have, you know. Yes. And for me, my happiness purely comes from peace of mind. Peace of mind. And I don't think people who've not, who's not lived in foreign countries, you don't understand what it is when every single morning, every day you wake up, you wake up to either a bill, you wake up to something you must do, deadline, or else your whole life fuck up. (laughs) You understand? If you don't meet that deadline, your whole life fuck up. If you don't make that call, if you don't sign that letter, if you don't respond, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, every single day you wake up, there are things you have to do. All right. And Mm -hmm. that for me, I could never find peace in that. No matter how much money I have, no matter how much wealth, because up here, come on, we've seen it. The wealthiest people up here, they go and they off themselves. They're not happy. Mm. They have all the money. They just take drugs and done with it because mm. they can't cope. I don't need the money. I want the money, but I don't mm. need it for me to be mm. happy. Mm. My happiness comes from within and it comes from just finding my peace. I don't yes. want to be waking up every day to um, a mail. And I, I scared for the mail to pop through the flipping letterbox. Thank God we don't <laughs> have letterboxes. <laughs> no fucking letterboxes. No mail coming and check me. Okay, Lucy, like might come and cut my current if I don't pay it for three, three weeks or two mm-hmm. months or something. But you know what? I could handle that. I mm. cannot deal with every single day. If I don't have a pound, I cannot step out of my house. Right. Yeah. I will survive. I will go outside. I'll eat some mangoes. I'll go knock on my neighbor. Oh, can I get some green fruit from your tree there? Mm-hmm. You understand? I will survive. My kids will survive. And again, I am not being all, you know, looking at the life in St. Lucia through rose-tinted glasses. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. I know it's hard. I know people are struggling. But if I cannot go back home and survive, then I'm sorry. What 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 was this all for? Right. Right, Joanne. Mm. I think the reason why people are, are negative, I think that's just the same colonial mindset that everywhere, West, so America, England, whatever, Europe, is better than what we have. Because yeah. that's what we mm. were taught, right? Yeah. These colonial yeah, aspirations. Exactly. You 
go to school and then you aspire to go foreign and you get a big yeah. job. Yeah. And thing, everything. And you build your big house. You build your big yeah. house. You miss yeah. out that part, yeah. Fiona. Yeah. yeah. And yes, you build a big house and then you come home and then you end up dying within two years. Mm. Thank you very much. Spent so much time building. But <laughs> it's, we have been taught to aspire to leave. And we've never been taught to aspire to leave and to come, come back. Come back. Yeah. yeah. And then it's always that question when people say we're coming back, people say, but why? <laughs> supposed to be living in the golden paved streets of wherever. <laughs> 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 like, oh. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. I saw something. Somebody said some Lucians were quarreling because they built some homeless men, free homeless old men, by the way, elderly, they build them three houses, single occupancy houses, tiny mm-hmm. houses, very tiny, mm-hmm. but they were homeless and they have a house. And one man said, oh, is some of you are living in New York and in the, in the UK and in Canada, you're living in a room. <laughs> and when you're finished, you want to come and laugh and talk about the man. Kassan, he's right. 100. Right. There are some of us up here. Oi, it's not been an easy road for me. I could talk for myself. It's not Mm -hmm. been an easy road. And this right now with three kids, this is the happiest. This is the most independent I've been my entire life. So for me to be able to say, yes, okay, you know what? I'm ready to go home. I think I'm deserving of that. I think, let's not forget, people working their whole lives to come on holiday where we're from, you know. Their whole yeah. life, they're working mm-hmm. to save, to come on holiday where we're yeah. from. Yep. That's that a, true. hey, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I think I deserve St. Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> And St. Lucia, St. Lucia deserves you. Yes, Yes, I've worked very hard. I've worked very hard. And I love, Mm. like you, Chantal, I love St. Lucia. I love my home. I will put my blinders on to the negativity. (laughs) I will put everything on and just go down and make it work for me in my way, in my perfect way. um, Amen. For myself and my kids. And that's the key right there for us to remember what success looks like to us us. and not to anyone else. You know, what makes you happy? What makes you feel safe? Right. What brings you joy and focus on that? So, guys, I know that we've done this recap and it's been really lovely because although, of course, we're in touch, but hearing a lengthened version (laughs) of what is happening has been, you know, quite selfishly, really good for me. (laughs) Really, really good for me. What I want to know is over the last six months, and let's go with Fiona, give me one thing, one thing that has brought you joy and it cannot be Jariah. Oh, why? I like that. I like that. Well done. That because well I find, done. I find well done. Jariah is your crutch, right? When it comes to your joy. And of Why course, Jariah, Jariah brings you joy. We know this, but there are other things. I love exposing your business. I love it. I love it. 
That's why you're bound to expose yes. that drives my crutch yeah. to everybody. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let but go. he is. Let, hey, Shawin, <laughs> right? Right. So outside of the magnificence of being a mother to Jariah, mm-hmm. what has brought you joy? What one other thing? And there's many, but what one other thing has brought you joy in the last six months? I have a good partner. Ah, I don't want him to hear that. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I hope you don't hear this episode. <laughs> I hope you don't hear it too because don't. Hey, Charlie. Listen, because he'd be so annoying. Like oh, he, so annoying. like his head would get so big if he heard oh, that. But honestly, okay. I have a really good partner who has been instrumentally supportive. Mm. And he has brought things into my life that no man has ever done before. Mm. And sometimes it's just the small things. And it's like Mm -hmm. he listens. He listens a lot. Recently, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I haven't really messaged you all too much about some history story that I've Mm -hmm. read or something. I have noticed and I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've stopped, right? Tidbits maybe here and there, but, you Mm -hmm. know, for the most part, I've stopped. And actually, we went out for... um, lunch on Sunday and he says why don't you share with me your stories anymore and he says that's one of the things that made me like really attracted to you is Mm -hmm. that you come with me with all of this passion about your stories and the Mm. history and stuff and I never used to give a shit about history and you made me care and you don't share with me those stories anymore no man especially Mm. has ever asked that of me and to the point to say you used to do it why have you stopped lovely and that showed to me that you know like a real interest and I really appreciated that I really really appreciate that it wasn't about me just being fun or mm. making jokes or hype or you know what I'm saying or about sex or things that are gratifying because you know sometimes sharing the histories can be very painful yes. and that he wanted to share that journey with me that you know means a lot so I hope he never hears this <laughs> I will send the episode to him. Right? Personally. Personally. <laughs> right, Shaween? Personally, we will send it to him. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but for those who love Jiraiya, I'll give you a little something. Oh, Shaween. <laughs> he said the other day. She couldn't day, help herself. She couldn't help no, herself. I couldn't, I couldn't help it, Gasso. Allow me. The, I was oiling his hair because he gets annoyed when I have to comb his hair and put oil in it. And I said to him, I was like, because he was getting vexed. And I said, right, you understand that me oiling your hair is me showing you love. This is me taking care of you. I know it feels like a chore, but this is actually me showing you how I love you because I want to make sure that your hair is moisturized and is taking care of you, okay? And he looks at me, he says, well, it's not a thundering annoyance. <laughs> I love him so much. I said a thundering annoyance or (laughs) or a thundering nuisance, one of the two. Wow. And I said, yes, I think you Oh my God. Well, I'm sure you felt reassured in that moment. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as bad. See, it's not not that bad. You're not that bad, see. You're not a thundering nuisance. (laughs) Thundering nuisance. After all, one can be a thundering nuisance. (laughs) And, and you are not. And you are not. <laughs> oh my God. Showing yes. one thing, one thing that has brought you joy 
clarity that's easy 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 finding clarity and again I think I've always in the back of my mind like you said Chantal earlier I was never thinking I would go back to Senusha when I'm in my 60s ever Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy Senusha I've always wanted to enjoy Senusha yes so before I was thinking okay I want to go back home but it was always the kids in school and this and that so I couldn't go but last year when I decided Mm. Trust me, I decided and I was very um in and iron and if in and um, you know, and it was not like, yes, for sure, I'm going. It was, you know what, I'm going to Senusha. But over the past six months, when I think what um cemented it was when I started getting the barrels and I started sending the barrels off. Mm. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going for Truman. <laughs> this is happening. Those barrels, the is, barrels, those barrels are being shipped. <laughs> this is happening. And it's just having that clarity that, you mm. know what, come the 1st of September, my ass is out of here. You get me? I am out. And Mm -hmm. this is not an option. I think the only thing that will change that is illness. And I'm not calling that on myself. Touch wood, Mm -hmm. I'm fine and healthy. My kids are healthy and fine. But yeah, it's fine having that clarity that, yes, this is happening. Everything's going to be okay on the other side. It's Mm -hmm. going to be, it has to be okay. I don't Mm -hmm. have a choice in that matter. It has to be okay. So doing everything, working towards it with Lucas and Haley, getting her organized and preparing Jade, my other daughter, my middle daughter for the big move because she's staying here. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. she has university. So preparing her mentally for it and telling her that my darling, mommy is going. (laughs) Okay. Mommy Mm -hmm. not staying. This is not like maybe this is a, I am going. Yes. So giving her that, okay, let's let's just make sure that you're prepared mentally. That's what's been bringing me joy. Mm. And I'm not backing and forthing on anything anymore. Mm. It is a certainty. Um, God, it's in God's hands. And he's the only one that could change that. Or he, she, the universe is the only person that could change that. But left to me, it's done. It's happening. Mm. I love it. I love that for you. Yeah. That's that's beautiful. Amen. <laughs> what about you, Chantal? What's yours? What is mine? You know what? Hmm. There's been so much, and I'm really grateful for that. But one thing that is bringing me so much joy is seeing my people in London so excited for the return of Notting Hill Carnival. It really makes me happy to see the bands finally being able to launch their costumes, their themes. I love seeing people getting excited about the fets and booking up their tickets. It's an energy that we have all missed over the last few years. I love seeing the cultural activists talking more about the cultural aspects of Notting Hill Carnival and all the different strands of Notting Hill Carnival, which make it so beautiful, so majestic, so connective. I have loved seeing it. And that has brought me so much joy. I love it. I love it for us. I love it for London. 
I love it for the Caribbean community. I love it for the supporters of Notting Hill Carnival. I love it for the people that can fly in from wherever they're flying in to come and take part. I love it for the people that throw events that have lost so much over the last few years. I love it for the artists, for the artisans. I love it for the performers, for the carnival masqueraders. I love it for people that participate in Panorama. You know, I love it for everyone. It is bringing me so much joy. And I am on track to attend. If it doesn't happen, know that I am there in spirit. If, excuse me. Hello. (laughs) Pardon. No, because life, you know what? What I've learned also from the apocalypse is you can plan all you want, right? But sometimes things happen. So, but just know that my ticket is booked. Okay. Right. And I'm on the committee for a fabulous mass band, Frolic Nation mass band. So, of course, I want to be there in support of Frolic. But I'm also relaxing myself and being open to if it doesn't happen, I can still be happy. I can still feel that joy for my people. So that's what's been bringing me joy. All right, folks, for this week's Under the Mango Tree, we are so honored to have a poem read by author, writer, poet, Chanel Herman, a St. Lucian writer from her book, Words of Life. Hi, this is Chanel Herman, and this poem is entitled She Prays from my book, Words of Life, available on Amazon. Planted rather than buried, secure rather than detached, out of breath, not from running but from jumping the hurdles in her life sent to destroy her, that instead delivered her to this very place where she knelt, to this very place where she found solace. Her blouse, drenched with sweat, clung to her back like she clung to hope. Shivering as the cool wind blows through the room, she closed her eyes while her fears grew stronger. Surrounded by darkness, she remained consumed, finding truth within torment, finding strength among sorrow. Her worries began to fade in this very place where she prayed. My God, listening to that poem, it just took me back. I'm imagining myself like in my balcony and the sun is setting on a Sunday evening and I'm drinking a cup of jasmine tea and I'm listening to the poem and it just makes me feel so relaxed. So thank you. Thank you so much, Chanel. Before we carry on, just a word from our sponsors and yeah, enjoy. At Indigo, we create soft, comfy, and breathable workout essentials for all women using sustainable and eco-luxury yarns. Our current range covers UK sizes 6 to 20. Inspired by rich island culture, our pieces are created with your curves in mind. Right now, the Relatable family can enjoy 20% of all purchases using the code RELATABLE at shopindigo.com. And don't forget, tag us in your selfies. Hashtag Tribe Indigo. 
Well, it has been so wonderful to once again share this virtual space with two of my favorite humans. It feels good to be back recording the Relatable Podcast. It feels good to be able to connect to our listeners, our supporters. We love you guys so much. We have missed you immensely. And trust me, this season, if you thought that season one was juicy, let me tell you, season two is going to take you to another level. And we can't wait to roll out the rest of our episodes for our magnificent, that's my new word, can you tell? Season two. So, <laughs> so ladies, what is it about a shared journey? It brings hope. Hope, <laughs> hope. hope. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. 